want to welcome everyone to today's Amunah Minute. You know, this week we have the incredible privilege to read Parshas B'Shalach. And B'Shalach contains what is perhaps one of the most riveting stories in the entire Chumash, Kriyas Yamsuf, the splitting of the sea. But the truth is, I want to focus you for a moment now on the episode before the splitting of the sea. Cloud Yisrael is standing there at the banks of the Red Sea with a raging sea in front of them. And when they look behind them, when they look back, they see the entire Egyptian army with Paro at the head, following in hot pursuit, ready to overtake them. And not just overtake them, let's talk, but overtake them and ready to kill them and decimate them. After all, again, the Jews left Egypt with nothing. I mean, we left with plenty. We left the Egyptians with nothing. They were claiming, to, they were coming, they were chasing us to reclaim their former servants. They were chasing us to reclaim their former wealth. And so the Jewish people are literally between a rock and a hard place, or in this case, between an army and a sea. And Moshe Rabbeinu seeks to calm the Jewish people. He says, don't worry. Hashem is going to take care of everything. But then something amazing happens. There's a dialogue between Hashem and Moshe Rabbeinu. And Hashem says to Moshe, Hashem Moshe, God says to Moshe, Matis Akelai, why are you crying out to me? Daber el Yisrael Tell the Jewish people that they should simply move forward. An interesting exchange. And Rashi says over here that we see Moshe, even though the Torah doesn't record Moshe Rabbeinu praying, obviously Moshe Rabbeinu was davening. He was supplicating. He was praying to HaKadosh Baruch Hashem says, stop, stop. Why are you crying out to me? Tell the Jewish people to move forward. And the Lubavitcher Rebbe asks a simple question. He says, why did Hashem need to say that first statement of Why are you crying out to me? Meaning, let Hashem just say to Moshe, Tell the Jewish people to move forward. That's it. God's telling Moshe, listen, you just told the people that I got, that I have this. So I do, I have it. Tell the people they just need to journey into the sea. Why did Hashem need to say to Moshe, Why are you crying out to me? And the Rebbe says, it's almost as if that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is admonishing, chastising Moshe for davening. What does the Jew do? Isn't it reflexive in a time of distress? You're Moshe, you're the leader of these people. Literally, the sea is on one side, the army is on the other side. Isn't it naturally reflexive to go ahead and dive into HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Yet it seems, it's almost as if HaKadosh Baruch Hu is unhappy with Moshe. Why are you davening to me? Tell the people to move. And the Rebbe says something absolutely beautiful. He said, Moshe, you knew what the plan was. After all, you just told the people, Hashem yilachem lochem da'atem ta'charishun. God is going to fight this battle. You knew, you knew that the only thing to do was move forward. And it says the Rebbe, because Baruch was teaching motion by extension, us an incredible life lesson. When you see another Jew in a state of distress, that is not a time to daven. That is a time to act. Now, I know it sounds a little bit counterintuitive, because not a time to daven, it's always a time to daven. After all, the Gemara Masechus Bracha says, daven the entire time. But the Rebbe says, listen very carefully. When you see someone who is suffering, when you see someone who is in pain, when you see someone who is encountering difficulty, and you know that you have the ability to help, you know that you have the ability to do something to ameliorate their pain, to help mend their broken heart, you have no right to daven. Your moral, spiritual, theological obligation towards that individual is to do something dynamic, to act, to act. Moshe Rabbeinu, you see that Kalali Yisrael is in a state of existential pain. You see they don't know what's happening. They feel for their lives. It's not the time to daven. Help them. Help them into the sea. Help them across. Help them to the path of salvation. And the Rebbe's lesson is so profound. Because sometimes we come across 
individuals who are really suffering and really having a difficult time. And for some reason, we often assume that we're powerless. So often when we come across human suffering, our reaction is, oh, we let out a krechts, right? a sigh, because it's heartbreaking, it's sad. And we say, you know what, I'm going to daven for this person, I'm going to have them in mind, and and they should have that, they should have bina, they should have wisdom. And we, we daven, we daven, we daven, which is beautiful. But sometimes we forget that there are times when we come across individuals who are in pain. And we could do more than just daven. Davening is beautiful. But I could also do something to help them. Because sometimes, again, there are ways, there are things that I can do to help alleviate the pain or the suffering of another. Maybe it's just an attentive ear, a willingness to listen, a shoulder to cry on, help with errands, help with ancillary tasks. There are things that we can do to help with the pain of another when we see it right in front of our eyes. See, what the Rebbe is saying is, when we see another Jew suffering, we kind of automatically delegate it to HaKadosh Baruch. Hey, you got this. You, you, you're going to handle this. And HaKadosh Baruch says, no. Sometimes when you see suffering, HaKadosh Baruch says, I'm allowing you to see that because you can do something to help. Because you can do something to make a difference. And when I have the power to make a difference, and I turn to HaKadosh Baruch and daven to him, he says to me the same words that he said to Moshe, Mati Tzachilai, why are you davening to me? So you know what you can do to help the situation. Moshe, you know what you can do. And so many times when we run across, when we run across or we come across difficult situations, deep down we know there's something we can do as well. So the Rebbe sensitizes us to this incredible dynamic. That there are times in life when we must enlist the help of the Ribbono Shal Olam, for we are powerless. But there are so many times in life when we come across suffering Jews, when we come across people who are tzibrachim, who are broken and overwhelmed by their circumstances, and it is not our place to delegate to God, in fact, just the opposite. Sometimes HaKadosh Baruch Hu delegates to us. And sometimes He allows us to see situations and individuals who are in a state of disrepair because He knows that some way, somehow, we can lend a helping hand. Sometimes we pray to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but sometimes the Ibn Shalom tells us, stop davening to me and instead roll up your sleeves, make a difference and help out the other. Wishing everyone a wonderful day.